UEBO. Right now, he is a senator out of the St. Charles area and a candidate for governor, Mr. Bill Eichel. Hi, Bill. Hey, Fawn. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Are you frozen yet? Frozen solid? Just a little? <laughs> we're, we're getting there. I'm actually sitting in my truck right now, and it's, <laughs> it's about five degrees here in Jefferson City, so we're getting there. Ooh, okay, so like, if you're elected governor, can you make it so we have summer all year long? Is that a promise we can keep? Yep. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll work on it. We'll see what we can do. As long as you get rid of I'll tell you what, if I could do that, I think we could win a lot of votes. You know what? Also, if you can get rid of daylight savings time. Yeah. Um, You have another thing you want to get... Ooh, God, I hate that. Another thing you want to get rid of is that stinking property tax that comes when I'm trying to pay for Christmas gifts. I know. Personal property tax. You know, Missouri's only one of... It's only one, we are, our state is only one of 21 states that even has personal property tax. So we have never sent more of our money to government. I've got a plan. I filed it as legislation this year. Uh, if it doesn't go through, my commitment to the people of this state is that when I'm the governor of this state, we are getting rid of personal property tax because we've got so much money in Jefferson City. Our surpluses are so big. In the local areas who have never had more money than they've had right now, it is time to give a huge tax cut to the people of this state. We are getting rid of personal property tax, and you will not have to pay rent to government for the crime of owning a car every December 1st. That's now, the Missouri I'm talking about. Okay, now, I love, I love what I'm hearing, but here's the thing. You can't just do that as governor. You have to have mm. the support of the people who work in the House and the Senate, right? Don't they have to also yep. put that forth? But you'd sign it. Yes, I, I would sign it, but I think that there's a uh, there's a real place here for having somebody in the governor's mansion who wants to lead on an issue like this. You know, we have a very fractured Republican Party right now, and I believe that we have a fractured Republican Party because our senior-most leadership in this state, uh, and it pains me to say it, but Governor Parson uh, has called on us to do non-Republican things, whether it's raising our gas tax or making the state budget bigger than it's ever been before. And while we've been spending all that money, we haven't been doing things like cutting the tax burden in this state nearly to the level that we need to so that we can compete with the Floridas and the Texases and the Tennessees of our country. So uh, I'm, I'm going to bring us all back together by calling on that legislature to do those Republican things that they actually promise in campaign season. And we've seen other governors in other big red states, whether it's down in Florida with Ron DeSantis or Greg Abbott over in Texas or Bill Lee in Tennessee, but if uh, you have a governor that does that, you can get a heck of a lot more done than if you have a governor that's dividing you. Well, and uh, I, I love Mike Parson, so I, I'm not going to I'm not going to agree or disagree with anything you say about him. You're you're entitled to your opinion. I think he's a great man. But what whether we agree with his policies or not is neither here nor there. But um, you want his job, so you're going to point out what's going on that you want to do better. So I get that. Um, you have other people who are running for governor as well. I don't allow smearing on here. I won't let them do it to you either. But you you do have different ideas about doing things. So people have yes. options this year. Yes, absolutely. I think the the the, you know, the personal property tax issue is a big one. You know, my it's the biggest came out, one, Bill. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. This is the biggest thing. <laughs> I hate writing that freaking check. I had to sell a damn truck because I couldn't afford the property taxes, and I loved my truck. That and that is outrageous. And I tell you, uh, both of my opponents have come out and said. Both of my opponents have come out and said they would not support cutting personal property tax at the state level. Why? uh, If you're interested. If you're interested in cutting personal property tax as something you want to see happen in Jefferson City, I'm really the only option out there. 
Uh, I'm also uh, the only one that's calling for a ban on foreign ownership of land from all foreign countries, not just, I mean, we know China's a problem. Don't get me wrong. Of course we want to ban China. Uh, we want to ban Russia. But I don't think that any foreign country should be buying farmland in this country or in this state because I think that Missouri ought to be bought by Missourians or at least Americans. Yeah. And so that's another big policy difference I have with my opponents. Yeah. The only the only land I want bought by foreign entities, if they're going to put up a manufacturing plant, they can have the land it sits on and they better keep it running for at least 20 years. That's how I would put that <laughs> down. All right. So, you know, uh, there, there's a lot on the line here. You, it, people are, you probably hear the beeping going off. It's people who are screaming and yelling at me. But which is normal, so don't don't get it twisted. Um, they, they you and me both, Bob. You and me both. Like, whatever. I mean, I've got such thick skin, I think I'm a rhinoceros. But it's like, you know, people are, are saying, well, what about local blah, blah, blah. The governor has nothing to do with your local taxation. Talk to your city council. We are talking about state stuff. So if you can't make the difference between those two, stop yelling because you're making an idiot out of yourself. All right, so... When when it gets to tax stuff, what other things? Now, I'm big on keeping biological men out of girls' sports. I ain't having it. Yes. yes I'm not having absolutely. it. I mean, you're, you're, you're talking about uh, letting biological men play in women's sports. That's just, no. a, that's just a shortcut to destroying girls' sports. So yeah. uh, not only should we not let biological men uh, play in women's sports, we shouldn't let biological men use women's restrooms. We shouldn't let uh, biological men... Uh, compete uh, for for go to places that we have set aside for women. So it's I, I got to tell you this whole this whole transgender movement is about an attack on the American family. You know we passed a bill last year uh, that prohibited these transgender surgeries for kids, uh, and I think that was a good thing because those surgeries mm-hmm. were just mutilating and yep. chopping up children, and we should have put a stop to it. But unfortunately, yep. It's non-reversible. It, it sets up a lifetime of medication for these kids. It destroys their bodies. We never should have been letting that happen in the first place. But because we had some weaker Republicans in Jefferson City, we allowed a four-year sunset to get onto that bill. Uh, so we're going to have to have this conversation again in just a couple years. So uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of folks that are frustrated, I think, that they're not seeing more big red policy ideas get passed in Jefferson City. So 2024 is really going to be about the issues. You know, but what are we going to do about personal property tax? What are we going to do about income taxes? How are we going to get the state budget under control? How are we going to have Missouri be put into place to where, uh, it, you know, heaven forbid that Joe Biden gets back into office again? And by the way, I don't think that's going to happen because I think Donald Trump's going to win. But if he does, we're going to need to have the right folks in charge of this state so we can push it back on all the bad ideas. They're going to be coming out of Washington, D.C. and protect our state sovereignty. Yeah, I don't want Obama as president again either. So, you know, it it all comes down to that. And yes, I said what I said. Um, You know, when it it comes to state-structured things, a lot of people do get uh, confused, like I just am, between, you know, city, county, state, um, uh, government and national government, people need to educate themselves very well before they go to the polls. And your name is probably very well known in St. Charles and that surrounding area. You're trying to get your name out down here so that people understand who you are and what you stand for. So where can they go to like read about you so they can learn even more sure. than what we can fit in? You bet. Uh, com. You spell my last name E-I-G-E-L, com. You know, we've had about 40,000 people sign up on our website in the past few months. Uh, a lot of people who are interested in but how we're going to get rid of personal property tax, 
uh, how we're going to protect the farmland in this state, how we're going to protect our elections, uh, what we're going to do to become a leader in this country. Check out BillEigel.com. Let's go, Missouri. Yeah. Um, his views and his promises are all listed there that we can't get to. Nobody's against transgender people. We don't care. Once you're 18, chop off, add on, do whatever you want. There are family bathrooms you can use where there's no no gender restriction whatsoever. But any biological male who is in a girl's sport is a cheater. And if he loses to the yep. girls, he's a cheater who sucks. So there's that. <laughs> yes, so shut I up agree about with you. It. Once, 100%. Yeah, on. once you're 18, live your life, man. As long as you're nice, we're nice. That's it. That's all there is I, to it. Just stop mutilating kids. Yep. Okay. I agree. And by the way, Fawn, I, I agree with you that you have thick skin, but I would never refer to you as a rhino. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I, thick skin sometimes kind of horny. It's that whole thing. All right. So <laughs> it's a rhino. Um, you know, Bill, as far as your campaign, you've really been out there pushing and fundraising, haven't you? Yeah, we had a great quarter. In fact, for the first time uh, this entire election cycle, uh, we actually came in first place for fundraising uh, last quarter and the fourth quarter of last year, which is uh, historically a very difficult uh, quarter to raise money in. And we did, unlike unlike my opponents, uh, I did it by having a lot of folks in and out of Missouri uh, donate five, ten dollars at a time. We raised over three hundred thousand uh, dollars with an average donation of about twenty dollars. Compare that to my opponents who are getting multi-thousand, you know, big $200,000 checks or whatever it is. And we are doing very well, and people are responding to that. Everyday folks uh, that don't have huge amounts of money to give, but they're giving a little bit at a time, which is really helping me get my message out. And for the first time, I was able to beat uh, all the big monies coming into my opponent's campaign accounts. I think that's a real indication, not just that our message is good, but that people are responding to it. And they're, they're coming forward and, and donating, like I said, a dollar at a time to help me get my message out. That's very encouraging. And I tell you, nobody in Jefferson City thought I could do that. Nobody. No. They, the people in Jefferson City have been saying for more than a year that a guy like Bill Igo with that kind of message, he's never going to win. He can't do this. My message to the people of this state who are frustrated that they're not seeing more big things done down in Jefferson City, you're not alone. And when we find out just how many people believe the same things that you do and are angry like you are, we're going to take our state back in 2024. Well, I, I'm I'm two levels above angry about some of the stuff that's going on. I don't even know if there's a word for yeah. it anymore. Um, and it's not just in Missouri, it's nationally. But I, I, I'm frustrated with the Missouri legislature on the fact that it takes too long to get things yeah. even talked about. I don't like that. I know that's just the red tape that they have to go through, but we need to fix that too. So, yep. uh, of course, everybody wants to know where you stand on abortion and guns. That's, of course, that's rural America. They want to know. Yes, I'm 100% pro-life. Uh, I've been endorsed by Missouri Right to Life in my previous elections. Uh, I am 100% uh, pro-Second Amendment. Uh, I've had the endorsement of the NRA and the Missouri Firearms Coalition in all of my previous elections. So uh, I'm a guy. In fact, I've, I've had legislation on both of these issues. Uh, my latest legislation on the Second Amendment uh, prohibits uh, these red flag databases that are being used by certain local governments to basically track their citizens. Uh, the only reason that didn't become law last year is because, believe it or not, Republicans voted it down uh, in a Senate committee last year. So uh, we have a real problem with some of the Republicans in Jefferson City that are saying one thing in campaign season and doing something else once they get into office. If you look at, you know, by almost every public third-party scorecard, that has come out nationally looking at the votes taken in the state of Missouri. Uh, right now, I am the most conservative senator 
serving in the Missouri Senate right now. Uh, not, and I, that's just not much just me saying that. That's my voting record as graded by multiple other third party sources. So, uh, I, I am going to walk, no matter when I walk away from politics, I'm going to be proud of the fact that I am exactly in office who I promised to be in campaign season. Okay, we've got about 30, or no, 90 seconds left. So when you say you're pro-life, see, I'm not pro-life. I'm pro-innocent life. I, if I mm. no, Unless the mom's going to die, there should be no abortion, not even in the case of rape or incest. I'm sorry. Just no yep. abortion whatsoever yep. unless the mom's going to die. I just... Yeah, that's right. I'm just not having it. But if somebody goes and kills 12 people beyond a reasonable doubt, I want him to fry like a French fry in deep fried oil. I want him dead. I don't want him to intake air. So when you say pro-life, are you against the death penalty? I'm not against the death penalty. I I, I don't think that uh, you know the adjudication of justice uh, should prevent certain penalties. Uh, you know, when you commit a crime, you are giving up certain of your rights as mm-hmm. a penalty and justice for that crime. Uh, so no, I, I'm not against the death penalty. Uh, and quite frankly, uh, I think that I, I want to emphasize and uh, reaffirm what you just said. Uh, I, I don't support all these exceptions uh, to, to, for abortion that some of my opponents have embraced. Uh, 30 seconds. In particular, I, I don't support exceptions uh, for rape or incest. I'm, I'm 100% pro-life, and I'm going to be the guy that whenever there's an opportunity to defend life, uh, whether it's as a state senator or the governor, I'm going to do it. Okay. His name's Bill Igle. He's out of St. Charles County. He is a... Uh, Senator, now he is running for governor. Give me your website one more time. BillEigel.com. Vaughn, thanks so much for having me this morning. I'll look forward to being on again real soon. Good luck to you.